One breakfast show, seven playlists, a concept that Dave Berry still believes to be witchcraft and sorcery. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Good morning, it is the Dave Berry Breakfast Show here on Absolute Radio. Where I'd like to start by kind of giving out a badge of honour, if I have the authority to do that, to the five patrons that I saw just half an hour ago in my local pub dancing and drinking. Wow. At 5.30 on a Monday morning. 5.34am was... I po- I had to tweet about it, and I we was sat at traffic lights. I was in the back of the taxi, um, and something caught my eye. And as I turned around, uh, the pub window was filled with this guy. He was about 50-something. He was about six foot four, and he was just dad dancing away. Wow. He was bogling yeah. in the window. Then he turned around, and then this there, there was this woman in there who just went like... I couldn't hear anything, obviously, but yeah. she just went, yeah! Wow. And she put her arms in the air, and then they just kind of started to bogle over to each other, dancing while someone else behind the bar was pouring a pint of Fosters. <laughs> 5.34am. What's a way to start the week? It's a, crazy, <laughs> it's a Monday morning, isn't it? Well, maybe they're not even out from last night. Maybe they're still out from Friday. Friday? Yeah, yeah, they had the, the way they were dancing had an element of still out from Friday. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely yeah. right. Um, but well Crikey. done to those people. I'm, it's that Anchorman line where the dog eats the wheel of cheese. I'm not even mad, I'm just impressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, exactly, well yeah. done to you guys. Yeah, you don't get enough lock-ins this day and age, do you, really? You well, know? producer Dave was just saying lock-in? that he misses the, you missed the lock-in. You don't feel you had enough lock-ins in your life? No, I feel I missed out on the lock-in. Yeah. They seem like a lot of fun. They're not often in cities, either. I think you have to go proper rural to get a, a lock-in. Mm. You, you know? need to know the governor, don't you? Yeah, you do, <laughs> yeah. The, Of the country it. pub to get yeah. a proper lock-in. Where the yeah. Rosas won't get involved. Yeah, the yeah. Rosas, yeah. <laughs> the, I'm yeah. not going to name the pub, because I don't want to <laughs> no. grass up my local. <laughs> no, it's just not do the that. done thing, no, is it? Yeah. It's just not should the done thing. should be encouraged, in a way, really, shouldn't it? Emma, did you, have you ever been in a lock-in? Have you ever been drinking mm. on a weekday? I think that was before my time again. Lock-ins? Mm. Lock-ins. Really? Well, it's not before your time. I just saw one 45 years ago. Happening right now. Glenn, you, you're often doing stand-up. You're in the comedy clubs yeah. until the wee hours. Yeah. Do sometimes you just get a little wink from the, the person who owns the club and you just lock the door? And... There was there was one pub that I used to go to a lot in Sheffield and they used to do lock-ins a lot. I mean, almost specifically because of me, they stopped doing it because once I walked on the bar and I trod on the till and I broke it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yes. Stay school, kids. <laughs> Ignoring Twitter notifications for the next two weeks like his life depended on it. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. So, Matt, you're saying that the pub is being staffed by the same person all yeah. night. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, come about 11 o'clock, she disappears. Yes. And a guy comes in, a yeah. mystery guy. A mystery guy, yeah. Sits in the corner. He just sits in the corner reading the paper or something. Right. And then they don't ask you to leave. This isn't my local, by the way. <laughs> and they, uh, you can, and I think you can sit there indefinitely, but because it's sort of late anyway, we sort of think, shall we go now? And, like, and uh, it's a semi-lock-in. So no, a, but who is this mystery character? I don't know who he is or where he's come from. He's like the smoker from there. the X-Files. <laughs> it's, it's such an old school pub that it's like they give out, they give you beer tokens if you get hand over cash. You can't pay by card and they have buffets and meat raffles. You sit oh, meat there, raffle, you're yes. sat there eating a scotch egg at 11.30 at night. It's amazing. <laughs> Live that dream. And producer Dave, you're saying that you're on friendly terms with your local and sometimes they're open till 2am? Very friendly terms. I reckon if there was a lock-in... 
I'd be invited to stay. Oh, <laughs> look at him. Isn't that sweet? Yeah, isn't we're pretty close. Who's got friends? How offended would you be if you find out they have regular lock-ins <laughs> yeah. and have just never asked you to? I'd be livid. They go, Dave's <laughs> gone. Come on, what the doors. Why don't you ask them? Let's find out. Let's, think Let's find out how popular you are in your local community. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, next time I'm in, I'll ask him, would I be invited to the lock-in? And we'll find out. Well, this is the thing about a lock-in. It's unspoken, isn't it? You yes. only know if you, if you know, you know. If you don't, you're never going to find out. You're never you? going to find out. It's, a, it's a feeling, isn't it? You sense it. You can feel it in the air. It's almost tangible. Something special is happening. It's like when you, like when I saw Radiohead at Glastonbury. I was, I knew something special was happening. The, the, the first time it happens to you, it doesn't feel like a good thing because you see them lock the doors and you, they never. But I'm still here, right? It's like if, it's like if you're in a shopping centre that you realise is closed. The panic you feel. I guess I live here now. It was it was thanks to a lock-in at a pub called the Trafalgar Tavern in Greenwich. Uh, thanks to that lock-in, I realised I can't play the piano, which is. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. We have brought a feature with us from the Home Time Show that is named Tradespeople to the Stars. If you are a tradesperson, any trade at all, and you have applied it for a celebrity, we would love to hear from you. We might even rustle up a little prize. This is the kind of stuff we've had in the past. It was Roger Daltrey. Oh! oh. From Manor <laughs> Big time. On the Thursday he was there, it was my 8th birthday, so he took me up to the local and bought me my very first pint and jam and Oh, oh <laughs> no! One of the jobs we did was we put up a greenhouse in Judy Dench at Garth. Dame Judy Dench. Wow. Dench's greenhouse. <laughs> that is big. She came out with a tray of tea for all of us. The cup she gave me had a picture of the Mona Lisa on it with Judy Dench's face. <laughs> <laughs> rang the uh, the number at the gate and the guy answered and said, yeah, I'm really sorry, I'm not there today. He said, uh, if, you, if you phone up the intercom, then the maid should be there doing the cleaning. And there was an answer, but if it wasn't a maid, it was uh, Michael Caine. Oh, oh wow. Did you recognise so, you know, his speaking voice instantly? <laughs> oh, was that one? Straight away. <laughs> You're only supposed Definitely. to install the electric gates. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to apologise to Sir Michael Caine and his entire family. Um, so email me, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. If you are a tradesperson to the stars, we would love to hear your story. That is email me, dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. More often than not, a chap called Dave Barry will say something in between the music. And when he can't be bothered, you get me, the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. What's the six-word story, Morning Glory? I'd like a kind of, I'd like a summary of your weekend in just six words. Six words. Uh, we've kind of, well, the team are prepped, I believe. Well, I hope so. Uh, let's start with you, Matt. What's your, what's your six-word um, story, Morning Glory? Nottingham, family, gin, freakish tick removal. Cool. Is that six? Yeah, that's six, that's six. Um, I have one follow-up question. Yeah. <laughs> is it about the tick removal? It is about it the is. tick removal. Who had ticks? Uh, my eldest daughter, Bess, six oh, and a half years old. Bess. We found it last night. She just got out of the bath. There was just this thing burrowing into her arm. It's horrendous. Oh, my goodness. And then like, we all freak out. What do you do? What are you supposed to do? I've never seen one of these before. Never done tick removal. Luckily. Like, even in Nottingham. Yeah, yeah. My mother-in-law's going, you've got to go to A&E. I'm thinking, oh, four hours in A&E on a Sunday night. Who wants that? You know, but um, wow. luckily called the out of hours 111 service and a woman on the phone talked me through how to do it with some tweezers so you just yank it but you can't squash the tick otherwise that's bad for you because all the stuff inside the tick goes into the body which is horrible isn't it? it's more so, classic <laughs> breakfast radio from us <laughs> so you've got to try and take the tick out grab the whole tick don't leave any of the tick in and then pull it out very carefully 
and we managed to do it and she well, seems to be fine. I'm glad that Bess is okay, that's the main thing. Also, we've got to work on what we talk about in the mornings. It was, <laughs> when we were on home time and we did an hour about a tapeworm with a face, it was fine, but now people are happy. I, I could have been much more explicit than that about the tick, okay. so, you know, I, I thought I'd edited myself. <laughs> <laughs> you I'll tell you, I'll you tell you off You can't squish the tick because all the badness will come out of it. Mmm, yes, I think I'll have a bacon sandwich, thank you. Um, Emma, what's your six-word story, Morning Glory? Spent 14 hours on the motorway. Oh, oh poor you. Oh. Are you going anywhere? or <laughs> You're actually still there. <laughs> Driving to Cornwall, which when you get to Bristol, you think you're nearly there. No, no. No. It's like oh, another yeah. three hours. <laughs> okay. It is so far away. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Offensively far. Uh, offensively far away. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyone from Cornwall, just make sure your emails go straight to Emma. Nothing to do with us. Uh, Glenn, you watch your six-word story, Morning Glory. Uh, Gig absolutely derailed by hen parties. Oh, oh wow! With stand up with yep, in front yep, of hens. Yep, yep. How four, are hens? Four, four, four hen separate hen parties. Four separate hen dudes. Wow. Are you sure you're not a stripper on the weekends? <laughs> <laughs> are you Magic Just Mike? Magic Glenn. Yeah. Absolute nightmare. One I can handle, maybe two, but four just. Yelling, it was oh. like, and now I get like the, the sight of a hen party makes me so panic. I have a panic attack if I see a sash. <laughs> and I went home so unhappy after. So I, I watched the Pixar movie Coco, and I didn't even come oh. close to smiling afterwards. I was just eating a pizza in my living room, just like, oh, I hated oh, that. Oh, poor you. That is a tough, tough crowd. <laughs> uh, my six word story, Morning Glory, is the EDL ruined my prawn cocktail. Oh, what? Yeah, the English Defence League um, decided to have a march through London whilst I was trying to dine El Fresco with my wife. Oh, right, yeah, that's uh, all you want, isn't Yeah, it? so I was having this kind of posh um, prawn cocktail where yeah. the prawn still got a head and stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it was staring at me, and I was thinking, oh, I don't know if I want this. Just why the uh, English Defence League got chased up and down the street by the police. <laughs> oh, wow. What like the ambience? <laughs> I'm glad you've highlighted the real problem with the English Defence League. They ruined prawn cocktails. <laughs> Dave Berry Wing Night in Enfield's got in touch and he says, we've got a bit of a punctuation nightmare going on here, as in there ain't none. Um, <laughs> wife, birthday, bag, belt, hoover works. Right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that yoga in Enfield. <laughs> so let's uh, decipher this cryptic what's yeah. the six-word story, Morning Glory. Wife, birthday, bag, belt, hoover works. So we presume, obviously, it was Wingnut's wife's birthday. Yeah. Happy Mrs. birthday. Mrs. Wingnut. Mrs. Yeah. Wingnut. He possibly purchased a bag and a belt for her? I, w- I would have thought so. Uh, who, do Hoovers have belts? You know, like, I don't think they do. That like, would a really like a fan belt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think they do, do they? I think it's more a case of, like, he's seen the amount of presents he got them as, like, the works. He really did the work. So he got, uh, he, you know, the holy yes, trinity of you're gifts. Right. Bag, That's belt, it. and a Hoover. Oh, yeah. The works. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Page That's four, a pretty woman, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wife, birthday... Bag, belt, oh, hoover, hoover, works. Works, yeah. <laughs> Lucky Mrs. Wingnut. <laughs> Worcester beat Cornwall. American football. Yay! <laughs> Says James in Worcester. Uh, thank you very much indeed, James. Uh, so that is the six-word story, Morning Glory. Matt, tell us more about this. What went on? I think he must be talking about the Worcestershire Black Knights, the only senior American football team in Worcestershire. OK. Uh, and the seniors sort of implies that it's like old pensioners, but it's not. I think they're just normal adults. And uh, they beat the corner... <laughs> just normal. Just normal adults. Run of the mill, boring old normal adults. And uh, the Worcestershire Black Knights uh, got an excellent 50 points to 6 win at the Cornish Sharks so yay <laughs> Dave Berry. <laughs>
He's done a breakfast show in the past, and believe me, if he tries any of that nonsense here, he's for the high jump. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. So let's talk about something that happened over the weekend, which was, of course, the honours list was revealed. I think everyone was in total agreement. Well done to Mark Khan on getting his CBE, the head oh, of Network Rail. Yeah, I mean, he's... Because it has been thoughtless, hasn't it? Such great things. The <laughs> new timetable has been seamless. You know, it's the transition to that. So, great news. Other winners included a damehood for actress Emma Thompson for services to drama. Emma Thompson was destined to be a dame. I am shocked yes. that she wasn't yeah. already yeah. a dame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. It's like, why hasn't the yeah. Queen done this before? It feels uh, the same way. It feels like, like, for instance, Judy Dench was born Dame Judy Dench. Absolutely. Her first yeah, name yeah. is Dame. That's Dame. quite a nice idea. If I'm ever blessed with children, I might. if I have a little girl, I might call her Dame Emma Berry or something. Yeah. Like that. Just get it out of the way. Um, a knighthood for Kenny Dalglish, Sir Kenny oh, Dalglish. Yes, of course. Um, now, Tom Hardy got a CBE. Mm-hmm. Now, as everybody is fully aware, I hate talking about my charity work. I don't think I should. And just the vast amount of it that I do. Mm. How sometimes I'm kind of weighed down with the responsibilities (laughs) of working for so many charities all of the time. But I don't like to discuss it. No, because your real surname's Geldof, but you never talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm saying, you know... Tom Hardy got a CBE. Is uh, that what it was for? It's just charity work. Hello! That is me! <laughs> oh, yes, that's just Tom Hardy. So Bane! <laughs> so I'm bringing Bane to breakfast. That's, that's, that's what it was. Emma, come on! That was a good Bane. It was, it was pretty Thank good. Thank you, Glenn. It's, it's Dave's one impression from a film that came out six years ago. Uh, and he, he re- wheels it out whenever he gets the chance. But yeah, you know, it is good. It's I'm undeniably good. Honestly, on Saturday, I was like, Tom Hardy got a CBE. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I can do Bane on Fetch Monday. me the pint. <laughs> Please, may I have a CBE? <laughs> I don't like talking about my charity work. I was born with a charity work. Outdated. <laughs> a bit more strained than normal day. <laughs> Outdated. How dare you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well done to Anthony Joshua as well. He got an OBE. Um, so this means that uh, on the second Saturday of June, uh, the Queen celebrates another birthday. She's made this day up. Yeah, and she yeah. uses it as an excuse to give CBEs to people like Tom Hardy, which which is, which is great for him and his family. Congratulations. But I think that we should also be allowed to make the second Saturday of June a day for us. Right. So I think that on the second Saturday of June, I think that all Daves should be allowed to eat Nando's all day long. All day. Any David, Dave or Davey... They eat for free at Nando's Eat, eat as well. for free yeah, at Nando's all day long. That's what I would like to, like to, to bring day. to the second Saturday of June. What about you, Matt? Uh, I think uh, that it should be a, a national day of learning to play the harmonica. <laughs> Having <laughs> recently got into the, the beautiful musical treat... I think that it should be trooping of the harmonica. Oh, we have nice. trooping of the colour on our iPhone calendars every year. We can't even remove it from there. Right. So I'm going to change it to trooping of the harmonica. Everyone has to at least try to play. It's a great instrument. It's actually quite easy to play, as, as you've heard over the past week. Yeah. So. The harmonica is very much your bane, isn't it? Yeah. Talk about wheeling <laughs> things out every now and again. Um, 8 to 12, 15 on the text or tweet us at Absolute Radio. What would the second Saturday of June look like if you were in charge? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show with Matt Dyson and some others, but I don't have a piece of paper with their names written down. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Oh, no, he's doing Bane again. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's the bane of my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we've done it on a lot of radio shows together. <laughs> you thought it'd gone away, oh, but right. it's back. Yeah, never go. Um, Emma, what does the second Saturday of June look like in your world? I would like a calorie-free day, not for anyone else, just for me, so that I can eat whatever I want oh, and it wouldn't count. Yes. Oh, that's good. It's you nice. should try getting a tapeworm. I know we talked about this <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. on home time. What, Every day's calorie-free. It's for crazy, but sweeping the night. I know, what an aspiration. <laughs> Kim Kardashian's going to get one and then everyone will want one. Um, Glenn, what does the second Saturday of June look like in your world? Uh, I think it should be don't judge Glenn for getting a 50% off if you spend more than £40 at a particular pizza place. <laughs> Meaning you essentially bought a, a meal for a family of four and had it on your own. <laughs> just to cope with the hen parties. And a bit, a bit like the Queen. Wow. I can see that on a decorative plate. Yeah, yeah. Quite lengthy. Quite a lengthy, quite a lengthy <laughs> now. It's a, long it's, name, yeah. it's a large plate to hold all the pizza. So sparkly and new, the whole team are still having to wear name badges. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Right, we're dropping everything um, because from the studio window, we've just witnessed with our own eyes somebody hoovering the pavement. Mm. Yeah. It, which I've not? never seen before. I mean, I guess they're doing a good service. It's different from sweeping. You know, it's, it's a more modern way of doing the dustpan and brush. Yeah, but You the... know when you dustpan and brush the pavement? You know when you do that? <laughs> I don't yeah, think man. I've ever dustpan no, and brushed the pavement. Well, this I've dustpan and brushed under the sofa. I like to dustpan yeah. and brush under there. Yeah, but it's for, this is what street sweepers are for. You don't need this to is a council thing. Not um, a per, this is an independent cleaning person yes. who is meant to be cleaning, the, I believe, the pub next door. Do we think this could be the wife of the guy that wrote in and said he got his wife yeah. a hoover for her birthday? She's no, just possibly. trying. It's a very, it's a Henry the Hoover, it's a classic model. Is, but I don't know why, yeah. why she was gone so far out into the pavement to hoover the pavement. It's really not her job. Can she you hoover the pavement? To. She doesn't need to. I've never seen anyone do it in my life. It's whilst, ridiculous. whilst we were watching from the studio window, this person hoovering the pavement, Glenn, you, you said something, well, stay with me forever. You've got a burning <laughs> desire. Well, it's going to make me sound really weird. No, it's not burning <laughs> desire. So you said, I've got a I'll lifelong dream. I'd just be interested to see how quickly it would take to fill up your hoover completely if you took your hoover to the beach. Took your hoover to the beach. <laughs> and just started hoovering the sand. Just tried to hoover up the sand. So there we go. You've got four adults all staring at a window at a person <laughs> hoovering the pavement while Glenn whimsically says, I wonder how quickly I could fill my hoover with sand. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. It is time to talk about football, and when producer Dave and I said we are now going to talk about football, Matt said, I have the perfect background music for you. <laughs> From rock and roll football, an acoustic version of the theme tune to Grandstand, That's correct, a now defunct yeah. sporting programme. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, wait till you hear it. This was made by a listener. Uh, was it really? recorded this and sent it to us. Yeah, I, it's okay, really nice. it's eight minutes long. <laughs> yes. Eight long minutes. Here we go. Isn't it? Emma, what do you think? I love it. Yeah, starting to get World Cup fever now. You I'm sorry. Bad naughty word, Matthew. Uh, yes. Bad naughty word. We have found out that because certain companies spend millions of pounds to sponsor things, get sponsored around the the well, I nearly did it myself. <laughs> yeah, the what, the WC. Globe, yeah. We're not allowed to say it. Yeah, only the big name sponsors like sort of Budweiser and that they can say World Cup. Yeah. Oh. What? It's not Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> or the Candyman. Yeah. If you say the World Cup three times, it comes out of the mirror. Harry and Taylor Pierce. <laughs> um, so next week on this very show, with our partners at Wix, we are giving you the perfect football viewing party 
in your garden. So um, myself and Matt uh, were totally uninvited. We're going to come round to your house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll show up. Um, and we're going to be doing it with a shed load of stuff to give your garden a makeover. You will be the envy of your neighbours. We'll have a big fancy TV. We'll put that up. We'll have a load of food. We'll have a load of drink. And we're going to hang out in your garden with you and all of your friends and have a great time oh, yes. watching that football game that we can't describe. It is England versus Belgium. It's the final group stage game. Which is one of the, mo- the more exciting fixtures we've got against the team of Premier League stars yep. and England. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start. Um, so we want to do this for you. We'd love to come over, get to meet you in person. We'll bring a few little surprises with us as well. And if this sounds like your kind of thing, then head to absoluteradio.co.uk slash win now to register. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. The man, the myth, the radio personality. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Well, I'd like to talk fashion and get some advice from you guys out there and, of course, the team. Uh, now, one of the biggest problems with being a skinny jean wearer like I am, yeah. and I might be even tempted to go down the George Ezra slash Alex Turner route and start wearing slightly looser trousers. Oh, right, Not yeah. cropped like the 1950s look that many people are going for. I think even though I am just in my very, 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 very late 20s, I yeah. think that ship <laughs> may have sailed. <laughs> yeah. Stop yeah. laughing, Emma, every time I say that. Um, but it's carrying stuff around when you're a skinny jean wearer. Because right, it, yeah. I mean, I know that you like to have your big bad boy wallet front yeah, and yeah. centre, Matt, yeah. don't you? Keys, it's almost like a shield. I, I need to, they've got to be there so I know they're on my person. Yeah. That's why. So I'm a big fan of pockets. You're, you never really use yours, do you? Well, they're I don't. Waste. So I've got a paper diary just because I am that guy. I've got my door keys, I've got the iPhone, and I've got a wallet. Yeah. So there's four items. So it's not enough to warrant me getting a rucksack. Right. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to have what you know. I don't want to have a record bag or any of that no, kind of stuff. Just wear a bum bag. It, it works. That's where I'm going with this, Glenn. I love a bum bag. Thinking about <laughs> I'm thinking yeah. of bringing. I'm thinking of bringing back the bum bag. Yeah. <laughs> publicly. Pu- yes. Yeah. Very. Very. Publicly. In the privacy of like your own national home. National radio. Publicly. <laughs> I still rock an '80s leather bum bag. What? Yeah, like wow. at festivals and stuff, because you can be hands-free. You don't yeah, have to carry yeah. anything. I love that you've got your hands in the air there, Emma. That's such a dad yeah. response. Yeah. <laughs> and I can hold up any shelf. Keys <laughs> <laughs> are stone where they are. Um, so you occasionally... Is leather... If I have a leather bum bag, is that more acceptable than having, a, like, a fabric-y one? Denim. A denim <laughs> bum bag. Go Ooh. classic. Go classic black leather, I would say. Black leather, yeah. It is, yeah. Or not neon colours. You wouldn't want that. But at a festival, that's fair enough. But in day-to-day use... Just walking down the street I judge with you. a bum bag. Thanks, Em. Judge. That means the world. Also, I do tend to wear suit jackets quite a lot, so can I wear a suit jacket and a bum bag? <laughs> it's certainly a clash of styles. Yeah. 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 But I wa- the last time I had a bum bag, the last time I dabbled with bum bags when I was a kid, yeah. I was inspired by the little Asian boy in, in the Goonies. You know, the, oh, he yeah, makes yeah. all the yeah. inventions. Yeah. So what I did was I uh, took a birthday card that I received that when you opened it, sang happy birthday. And obviously there's the little mechanic in there where you open the card and separating the circuitry you know, forces it to play yes, the song. Yeah, yeah. Well, I cut that bit out like the inventing kid in the Goonies yeah. and I stuck it inside the flap of my bum bag <laughs> so that when I was a little boy, if I unzipped my bum bag and opened the lid, it would play happy You'll birthday. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you. Wow. And what, what, a, what, a great, what a great transferable life skill. <laughs> yeah. So wow. if I do, as an adult man, get back into the bum bag world, 
I might do that again bum as well. Bum bag with sound effects. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. The sound this effect a... bum bag. You could market this, I think. Do you think so? Yeah. It's my Dragon's oh, Den no. appearance. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like, hey, Dave, you, if you, could you lend me a tenner? Yeah, let me just get my wallet. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? If you close your eyes, he sounds like Tony Blackburn. Open your eyes and he still sounds like Tony Blackburn. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Good morning, yes, here we go. All this week, as part of ten weeks of tickets, I'm sending you to the Isle of Wight Festival. Festival, I have weekend camping passes to pass on to you. And you will see the killers, Kasabian, the Mannix, Liam Gallagher, James Bay and many more. Now, to win, you just have to get involved in our game of The Price is the Isle of Wight. Basically, can you guess the retail price of an item that was on the market many years ago? And picked at random, we have our two contestants. In Sully Hole, we have John. Good morning to you, John. Good morning, Dave. You all good? Very good, thank you for asking. How are you on your Monday? I'm just as good, hopefully, thank you. Marvellous. And on line two in Colchester, we have Darren. Good morning to you, Darren. Morning, Dave. You well? Very good, my man. And you? I'm marvellous, mate. Marvellous. Lovely. John, Darren, Darren, John. Hi, Darren. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Best mates for life now, I think. Uh, Let's play The Price is the Isle of Wight. (laughs) So, Isle of Wight headliners, Depeche Mode... Formed in 1980. But the question is, how much was a state-of-the-art portable TV worth in 1980? So, John in Sullyhole, what's your guess? How much was that portable TV? I will go for £284. OK, you're going for £284. Darren, what are you going for? I'll go with 400 mate. £400. OK. Before we reveal the answer and therefore... Who is going to the Isle of Wight? Let's find out a little bit more about this from my glamorous assistant, Matt Dyson. Matt. If you still dig a Grundig, this portable colour TV is the one for you. It comes complete with an attractive wood grain effect, high impact plastic cabinet, the rounded corners, housing a state of the art 19 inch screen. The remote control is also the size of a house brick, <laughs> so you'll never lose it. Thank you very much indeed, Matt. So there we go. John, you said £284. Darren, you said £400. I can reveal, in 1980, that little bad boy was £439.20p, which means, Darren, you're going to the Isle of Wight! Yay! Bravo, sir. Um, John, a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks for tuning in. But, Darren, exciting times ahead. You're going to get to see the Killers and Kasabian and the Mannix and Liam Gallagher and James Bay and many more. How are you feeling? Absolutely buzzing, mate. Excellent. Absolutely buzzing. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Not too long ago, I came up with a rather bold statement that I think I'm going to become the wearer of a bum bag. Yep. It's the only logical step to take because I I have too many possessions that I carry around with me on a daily basis that that, that they ruin my skinny jeans. Yeah, your jean pockets are too tight to fit anything in as well, aren't they? It's just keys, paper diary, wallet and phone, so I I don't really want to have a rucksack, so I think the bum bag is the perfect solution. I think if you're wearing skinny jeans, it's okay if it's like a wallet or a phone because it's clear from the outline of your trousers that it is a wallet or phone. I think keys is the weird one because people go, is is this something wrong? (laughs) (laughs) You're very lumpy in the thigh department. Okay. Well, Emma's already said that you occasionally sport a bum bag at a festival. Yep, hands-free raving. Yeah, this is... 
this is very good. Um, Sam has texted in. So many of you did. Thank you very much indeed for doing so. Here's just a little smattering. Uh, bum bags are not an issue, Dave. Initial ridicule is inevitable. However, once people realise the practicalities, they will go a bright shade of green with envy. Pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> I use them often. As a bearded 25-year-old male, they are perfect as you can still look tough but carry your stuff. Wow. Nice. You've even got a tagline for the bum bag. Thank you, Sam. Dave, the musical bum bag is genius. That, my friend, is what you should get your CBE for. Um, if you're just joining us, uh, as a kid, inspired by the, the small Asian boy in the Goonies who had all these little inventions on his person, I took the musical bit out of a birthday card I had and uh, attached it to the bum bag flap. Yeah. So when I unzipped it and opened it, it would go... That's amazing. Which many people are wowed by. So much so, my friend Matt said I should take it on Dragon's Den. Yeah, yeah. The musical bum bag. Forget the bum bag, Dave. My mate in the 90s had a wallet like an FBI agent's small gun holster. <laughs> oh, Perfect oh. for the skinny jean combo. You're welcome, says Martin from Slough. Thank Does you, Martin. Does like, strap on over your shoulder and goes down your shirt <laughs> uh, like braces? Right. Yeah. Exactly, and then it's in here. Like, you have, you can have your oyster your card in there. Yeah. You could mm. just lean over to pay for things contactlessly like that. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. press a nipple against the pad and then you're off. That's great. <laughs> Breakfast. The Dayberry Breakfast Show. Now, producer Claire, please let me bring you on air. How are you? Hello, hello. Um, fully clothed. You are fully clothed. <laughs> for, uh, if, you, if you don't know what we're talking about, that sounds a bit of an odd thing to come out with as an opening gambit. It's always Claire. important to say it on the radio because no one knows. <laughs> one of us is always naked, but we never <laughs> reveal who. But um, I believe, looking at the rotor, it's your turn tomorrow, Matt. So <laughs> very much looking forward to Matt Tuesdays, as they're now known. Just the bum bag. You're just <laughs> going to have a bum bag. Just have a I don't want it to play Happy Birthday when I open the flat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so, producer Claire, um, yourself and uh, a large group of women got together in Ireland, mm. took all your clothes off and ran into the sea in what was being called a strip and dip. Yes. Uh, and this was for charity. It was. It uh, was what was the name of the charity again? Uh, Avine's Pink Tie, which is a kids' cancer charity. Well, what a lovely thing to do. And it was really nice because as we spoke about it on Friday, so many people tweeted me and tweeted you and wanted to get a link to, to the charity page so they could donate, which is really lovely of everybody. So thank you. How did it go? Because we were talking on Friday after the show about the nervousness surrounding yes. getting naked. Yes. Did that? Did it increase? Did it just get worse as you were kind of on the plane over there? Or absolutely, right up until when I got there, I just wanted to turn around and drive the, the other direction. <laughs> My friend was completely committed, and she had talked me into this. So we got there, and it was like a massive hen party, Glenn. Uh, meets a yeah, festival. I know the one. <laughs> so if you can imagine... Like, you try doing stand-up comedy in front of them. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, imagine 400 hen parties. Wow. On one beach. Uh, 23 degrees heat uh, in terms of sunshine, but only 12 degrees in the sea. Wow. Oh. I guess that's still the best you could have hoped for. Yeah, I guess. In Ireland, yeah. 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 But when you go in minus, you don't realise, even if you wear a pair of buggy... Uh, um, budgie smugglers on the beach yeah. you don't realise how much protection that gives you from the from sea the, from the cold <laughs> okay. you, get in, you, sea, go, yeah. you were hoping to break a world record yeah uh, did you do that yeah so in Perth in 2015 they set a record and it was 786 people yeah on the beach on Saturday morning there was 2,505 <gasps> wow. women you yeah. smashed, smashed it, it. Well done. 
Bravo. What's nice is I believe the people from Perth, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter, have yeah. gone like, we're not going to be outdone. So they're going to be trying to raise even more money for charity by doing it again. Yes. You plan on flying to Australia to join in there? Hey, why not? Yeah, there you go. Well done to you, Claire. That's great. Dave Berry Breakfast Show. One breakfast show, seven playlists. A concept that Dave Berry still believes to be witchcraft and sorcery. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. When we started here, I thought I'd do something nice for the team and buy a posh Nespresso Pixie coffee machine because obviously we all rise very early mm. and we just kind of make coffee as we went along. Everyone could yeah. come in, pop in a potentially named pod, get yeah. themselves a little cup. It was it a was lovely gesture. Well, thank you very much indeed. That was what it was meant to be. And then uh, through my Twitter feed, something was brought to my attention that happened on Friday afternoon, courtesy of our very own Pete Donaldson. Have a listen to this. Uh, I'm going to give something else away. I'm giving away Dave's coffee machine. I'm sick of looking at it. Him yapping on about how good he is as a boss, making everyone drink his stinking coffee. I'm giving away that coffee machine, Tom. Keep listening to win Dave Berry's Breakfast Show Coffee Machine. Well, as you can imagine, I was flabbergasted. Yeah. And joining us right now is, well, the criminal, Pete Donaldson. Um, good morning, Pete. You might call me a criminal. I might call me a hero. <laughs> Okay. The major, the major tenets of the Communist Party is <laughs> abolition of property, Dave. <laughs> People needed your coffee machine. Wow, sharing and the I wealth. Give it away. Don't bring communism into this, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> but I've said that to you once. I've said it a thousand times. Um, Pete, you can't just go around giving away people's belongings. Dave, look, you don't need that coffee machine. The breakfast team, we all know, you're swimming around in cash. You're sleeping in oxygen tents. You don't need. The coffee machine, you're fine. The people need it. Jan, she's got two kids. She needed the coffee machine. She won the coffee machine. <laughs> Is that... Well, I didn't hear that I was working. So someone called Jan has got my coffee machine. Someone called Jan has got your coffee machine, Dave, and you as a team just have to deal with that, all right? Well, the problem with this is, um, and whereas I've called you a criminal and giving my coffee machine away to Jan is a terrible, terrible thing for you to do without my permission. And, and rang me at half past eight in the morning. It's <laughs> not my time of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Those delicious home time hours suit everyone well, don't they? Um, but this is where I have to make a little bit of a confession because I know that I've been saying that I bought uh, the team the Nespresso Pixie uh, coffee machine as a kind of thanks for, you know, it's great to be yeah. here on the breakfast show. But the truth of the matter is, and why it stings slightly, Pete, that you've given it away to Jan, is that actually um, that was a wedding gift. Oh. Oh. Yes. Um, oh. From my dear friend Tatiana and her husband Mark bought me uh, and my wife that coffee machine as a wedding gift. And now uh, you've sent it uh, away uh, somewhere in the UK to someone called Jan. And, and, and to be honest, if you were going to make up a name, Tatiana probably wouldn't be the first name. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, yeah, that's things. So is it, is it gone? Have you already sent it? It's, it's in the, well, t Tom put it in a box. I, I mean, I presume it's gone. <laughs> who's Tom? Who's Tom and what's he doing with my coffee machine? <laughs> put it in a box. I get, I get one day's producer a week and Tom was the producer. Oh, Friday, producer right, Tom, Dave. the music guy. But <laughs> well, he's lovely. Why are you dragging him in into this? Producer Tom, the music guy. <laughs> he's also in charge of boxing up coffee machines as well. So yeah. <laughs> he's my minister of propaganda and also <laughs> administration. <laughs> 
Uh, right, Pete, we'll let you get back to bed. Um, so you're going to be on here on Absolute Radio from 4pm. I'm going to get about hiding all my belongings. Thanks, Pete. <laughs> Bye. More often than not, a chap called Dave Barry will say something in between the music. And when he can't be bothered, you get me, the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Now, my wife and I were lunching yesterday. We went somewhere quite swanky. Mm. Uh, we were treating ourselves. Uh, it was the place where the English Defence League grew in my prawn cocktail. That's right, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, on the menu, it turns out that Victoria Beckham had designed a drink for this establishment. Really? Uh, called Scott's. She named it the Vicky 36. Yeah. Um, and it is made with tarragon-infused Don Julio Blanco, oh. lime sherbet and dry apple cider reduction topped with soda and edible flowers. And Victoria's favourite tequila, Don Julio, will be served straight up on a hand-carved ice block. And it costs £900. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. I didn't try wow. the Vicky 36, but I thought it'd be nice to get the grey matter working on your Monday morning to do boozy celebs. 8.12.15 on the text or tweet us at Absolute Radio. We're smashing together the playlist, anything to do with music uh, and alcohol. Uh, I've got Martini McCutcheon, but that's oh, all I've got. We play nice. her a lot. We play her a lot. <laughs> <laughs> nice She's moment. a core artist right. for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, Emma, shh, it is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, got anything, Matt? Mahi um, Tony Hadley. <laughs> Very nice. Um, the WKD Light. And uh, the special brew Radleys. Oh, the special brew yes. Radleys is very good. Emmy, you got anything? Beers and beers instead of years and years. Nice. Oh, also came up with wine. Does it always rain on me? By oh, Travis. That's nice. very good. Thank you. What uh, have you got, Glenn? Uh, I've got liqueur. Oh, liqueur! <laughs> yeah, very good. Uh, <laughs> good. The lightning meads. <laughs> oh, mead. Old school. Dave Berry. Breakfast. Show. I have a little bit of wordplay with your help. Thanks for getting in touch. We're doing boozy music today. 8, 12, 15, or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Um, we did uh, condiments and the playlist last week, and obviously producer Claire is using a template. She is cutting and pasting because <laughs> we've just uh, tweeted out at Absolute Radio uh, boozy music, and Claire's left um, a little bottle of salad cream in yeah. the bottom left-hand <laughs> corner of the picture. Yeah. Just Claire at home on her own, <laughs> getting wasted on salad cream. <laughs> 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 Not a cocktail, I want a drink for that. Uh, bow Diddley. Cheers George. from Geordie Graham. Uh, the Brian Harvey Wallbanger from James in Exeter. <laughs> the John Smiths, oh. says Ross, who took the time to put Smiths in capital letters. Pims of Leon from Paul. That's very good. Bill Wineman. Oh, nice. From Pete. Fosters the people slash the white lightning seeds from Pete the nice. Paul Builder. Thank you, everybody. Uh, no stout. From Matthew <laughs> Mansfield, I quite like that. Uh, the Diamond White Stripes uh, from Chubbs, the cable guru in Sunny Swansea. Uh, Chubbs, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark Smirnoffler from Parney in Newark. Uh, Darren in Milton Keynes has weighed in with WKD Lang, which is quite nice. Well, I think my favourite is from Dan this morning. Uh, Deserano Connor. Oh, very nice. Deserano oh. Connor mixed with Deserano. Is that Dan from one his, We've got one of his songs coming up, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you just say that. Dan. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming up right after Brian Harvey and then, of course, Bo Diddley. Dave Barry used to do the breakfast show at Capital, but got so sick of playing whatever passes for music these days, he left. And now we've got him. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. <gasps> Look, Matt. Oh, yes. Isn't it beautiful? It is the World Cup Russia 2018 wall chart. Oh, yeah. It's always an exciting time when they come out. Are we allowed to say 
that on air? Good point, Emma, yeah. Thanks for picking me up on that. Because of certain sponsorship deals, we've been told that we can't say the W word on air anymore. So it's just a wall chart depicting various games happening in a football tournament taking place in Russia. That's what we've got here. But, I mean... I just, you know, I'm in my late, 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 late 20s and I don't think I'm ever going to get too old to not be excited about the wall chart. Do yeah. you, when England get knocked out, do you continue to fill it in? No. No, you I don't. You take it down. No, I you do. tear it down. It ends for me there. <laughs> yeah. Also, there's a, they've made quite a big thing for the third place playoff as well, which must be oh. such a difficult game of football to play in, mustn't no, it? I like it because you get an extra game. Okay. But I think it's nice. It's yeah. like when a tournament doesn't end there for you, you get another game. I think that's the, be- I, that's I, the best part. I don't think any of the players really want to play in either. It seems no. a bit pointless. Okay, the I like that. But, prize. you know, the World Cup starts this week and on Wednesday night, uh, we're going to bring you a special programme which lifts the lid on the most famous football songs ever recorded and sung on the terraces. Andy Bush is the host of Pitch Perfect, which has got the best football soundtracks on it and interviews with the people who made them, featuring today by a few Keith Allen on Vindaloo, Ian Brodie on Three Lions and Peter Hook on World in Motion. Nice. Listen this Wednesday at 9pm. Coming up today, well, very exciting, we've just seen him, Richie Firth is back in the building yeah, he and he's looking resplendent in a kind of Hawaiian shirt. Yep, he's looking great always. and he's launching his brand new show on Absolute 80s from 10. It's not to be missed. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. We have trundled to the end of another live radio broadcast, so it is time to reflect and see if we've actually learnt anything. We learnt that naughty, naughty Pete Donaldson has given my swanky coffee machine away to a listener named Jan. Yeah. Without my permission, which was bad enough anyway without me revealing exclusively this morning that it was, in fact, a wedding present from my barber, Tatiana. Outrageous. How are you She's going gonna to be livid. Are you going to explain this She's going to be a mad Bosnian lady, <laughs> yeah. and that frightens me. Yeah, yeah, it's worrying. Uh, Dave, earlier today, once again, wheeled out his Bane impression. Uh, <laughs> the only impression that he does of the Tom Hardy villain from The Dark Knight yes! Rises. Yeah, that's it there, yeah. Uh, remember the Batman film that came out back in 2012? Oh, yes. He's been doing it about, since then, probably about 12 times a year. <laughs> Everyone since loves 2012. it. It basically involves him talking into a pint glass in that voice that he just did. If oh, you missed it... Someone's cleared away the pint glass, haven't yeah, they? Yeah, oh, you can't... If you, if Born in the dark! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he will be doing it again in the near future so if you, yeah, if you want to hear it again keep it here uh, we learned that producer Dave is under the impression he's popular enough at his local pub that he would be invited to a lock-in but we all doubt that <laughs> <laughs> we need to hear from the landlord or lady um, we also learned that tomorrow it is Matt's turn to be the naked member of the team oh, and yeah. he's planning on sporting just a bum bag that plays happy birthday when he opens his flap yeah that's definitely <laughs> <laughs> it's been quite the journey. Thank you very much indeed for tuning in, uh, particularly those of you who took the time to get in touch. Leona's up next. We'll be back tomorrow when you wake up. Arrivederci. Berry. 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 The Dave Berry Breakfast Show.